0: Welcome to the Go Team live podcast, The Meaning of Life, Quest HQ with special guest Ricky Embleton. If you have not had the opportunity of spending time with Ricky Embleton, whether it be seeing the guy on Facebook at live events and just feeling his energy, his presence, his loving kindness and his poetic nature, come for a treat. Ricky has been a friend of mine for quite a few years now. And I'll never forget the first time I met him. And it was in the car park before an ecstatic dance. And, you know, he mentioned that he just broke up with his partner, separation, and he had four kids. And my heart just zoop, connected with the guy. It's just watching him pour his heart out in his Facebook lives, just lifting the spirits of people around him and just feeling his energy and seeing him going from strength to strength has been such a pleasure to be part of, you know, being in his circles and his presence. So the Go Team Live is all about a community gathering and bringing on like-minded individuals or people with their own stories and their own challenges and obstacles and their comeback stories and Know, where they pivot from to get to where we see them today in that strength and that you know, resilience and, and you know, day-to-day battles and challenges and what processes they put in place to be able to create their best life and their best existence. So one of the most stunning aspects of this podcast that you're about to hear was the similarity in in that human connection and how we resonated with each other's stories. And and that, to me, is the essence of the value of this format in inviting an audience on to be part of the experience. So I hope you enjoy. I hope you get some really beautiful connection and resonance from what we speak about today. And I think that's so important. You get that village vibe of learning and wisdom and growth that we can gain from you know, taking a moment to check in with each other and, and just hear from different people. And you know, there's so much to be gained from creating a community. And the Go Team Live tries to do just this. And Go Team Live is powered by Game On. And Game On is all about the questions we ask ourselves in the morning, creating a a daily routine of journaling that helps us tick that box on our mental health journey because, you know, morning routine for me and for Ricky as you were here is all about, you know, physicality. It's all about spirituality and that mental ability to be able to switch on. And from that point, feel your best self. Game On is a simple acronym as we answer the questions to what we're grateful for. which is the fastest way to happiness. A, awareness for how we feel, improving your emotional intelligence, your relationship with yourself and others. I, setting your intention for the day, manifesting your day and creating that opportunity to get tough tasks done. Or see more positive emotions and experiences in your day. Then we create a mindful moment, and the studies are always proving that mindfulness helps reduce stress and anxiety. As we drip feed the philosophies and practices of mindfulness throughout this process in game on, we're helping to find happiness in the simplicity of life. And then organizing non-doing. And as I like to say, we're creating that lotto life. We get the opportunity to Switch off, because we're always on. Find some stillness to relax, rejuvenate, and find some creative space in your life. So here we are for the game on community gathering, the Go Team Life podcast with special guest Ricky Embleton. Let us get to it now and feel that vibration, feel the love and compassion, and the wisdom that this community gathering generates and creates, and I'd love to share it with you now. All right, so thank you everybody for joining us for the Go Team live recording. We have ourselves the meaning of life, uh, question HQ, because I believe that the value of the questions that you ask yourselves create the quality of your life. I've been listening to some cracking podcasts myself today, which have really been uncovering how far you can get in life if you just ask the right questions to the right people. Uh, There was a quote from Jim Quick's podcast that said, kids ask 400 questions a day. (laughs) And now I think that can't be correct because people think that kids laugh 300 times a day and that's virtually impossible. So... Either kids are asking 400 questions a day and that's why we invented iPads or, or it's just out of control, you yeah, know, just a, one of those fairy tale sort of sayings that people pull out of the air. But the reality is true, that when we're young, we're very inquisitive. And I think we get back to a time in our life where we re-initiate that inquisitive curiosity about life. So I would like to introduce you to Ricky Embleton to lay us a little bit of wisdom and knowledge about where he's at now and where his head, like, and where he started. Like, how did he become the man that we see today? Because Ricky's one of those guys that when he's putting out a live on Facebook, it's so engaging and it's just magnetic to hear what's coming from his heart into the screen so I was really looking forward to inviting him on and seeing where we can go from here so thank you Ricky how you doing man
1: thank you Peter I'm doing very well it's been a long day I was up at five and the reason I get up at five is because I like to ground in meditate um, and kind of Really hone in on who I am, what I'm going to give the world that day um, and really not allow anything else to come in. So protect and expand my aura so I can deal with whatever nonsense and chaos wants to chuck at me mm. and have a beautiful day every day. So is so important for me. Um, so, yeah, I was just thinking podcast 8 p.m. Normally get my pajamas on about that time, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, But, you know, I've got a lot to say because I think there's a lot to share with people that don't see life the way I see life. Um, I always look at the beauty of everything and I am so grateful that I get up every day and I'm able to do things. You know, some people don't get to walk down the street. Simple stuff that we take for granted. People don't get to do that. So for me to wake up and, and, and be able to do that. I'm just happy in that and and super appreciative um, and that I want to carry through and show people that that is the simplicity of life, I suppose, is just appreciation and gratitude for the simple things that, you know, we take for granted. Cool, man. We'll
0: we'll get back to how that came to be in your world. But I'd like to just ask you to give us a little grounding meditation so we can uh, find our space and place in the zone we're at. So if you're listening to this on a recording, um, just, you know, take your own safety into your own hands and uh, either pull over the car or, you know, you can skip it ahead if you must. But uh, if you can find a quiet spot uh, and enjoy this simple uh, meditation.
1: Right. So what I would love everybody to do is just take one big deep breath. Just fill up those lungs as much as you can get in there. Hold that and then just release. (sighs) And what I'd like to do is close down your eyes. Left palm on the right palm where your heart space is. And in Reiki, we call this gacho. Uh, It's obviously the prayer. Uh, you're in prayer with the, the palms pressed against each other. And what I like to think is that it brings us into balance. So left to right, bringing us into balance with ourselves. And firstly, I like to connect into ourselves. So just keep that normal breathing pattern going, but try and just get a little bit deeper with that. And just let out a sigh on the next one. Oh. Just feel the body just sinking down, the nervous system starting start to recalibrate a little bit. And I would like you to take a breath into your lower abdomen. So breathe in, hold, and release that with a sigh. And your upper abdomen, breathe in, hold and release with a sigh. Ah. Take a big, deep breath into the heart space. Hold it there. And while you're holding, just think of an intention, what you want to bring in, what you want right in this moment, this present moment, and then breathe that out. keeping the eyes shut. Now we've kind of connected to ourselves. Now I would like to connect or us to connect through the earth by taking a nice deep breath down through our lower back, through our legs, free into the earth. And just imagine that for those that have seen the um, Avatar film, like when they connect with that dragon, Just think of some chords that go into the earth and then they meet up with some chords that are coming up from the earth and you connect. The breathe in, all the way through the earth. Connecting in, hold that. And bring that right the way back up through the body. Another deep breath, and we're going to take that through the heart, up through the crown, and into source. So breathe in. Hold that. And then breathe that back through. One more breath. Deep within Gaia. Breathe in. And we're gonna bring that right the way through the body, up through to source to connect all that is our heart, source and the earth. Breathe in. Hold that and breathe out. Now I want you to all imagine that you are a smaller version of yourself. And you are going into your heart space now, but there's a little version of you that are climbing in there and you're going to get nice and cozy in there because that is your safe space. That is a place where you can always come back to. No matter what's going on in your day, in the world, you can come back to that space and feel safe to breathe and connect with yourself and go again and understand that you know, no matter what goes on out there, the chaos, you can still come back to yourself. I want to take a deep breath into that space right now. Breathe in. And breathe that out. I'm going to say some affirmations. You can either follow or just listen, but just... Enjoy it, being in that heart space. That little version of you, feeling warm, feeling cozy, feeling calm, feeling safe. Will I say some words of affirmation? I am grounded, I am connected. I am anchored into the earth's vibration. I am centered and already elevated. I fully trust and believe and I'm open to receive the gifts of healing, love, peace, prosperity, and joy that are now so abundantly for me. I am divine love and light. My aura is radiating strong and bright. I'll repeat that two more times to reinforce the affirmation. I am grounded, I am connected. I am anchored into the earth's vibration. I am centered and ready to be elevated. I fully trust and believe and am open to receive the gifts of healing, love, peace, prosperity and joy that are now so abundantly for me. I am divine love and light. My aura is radiating strong and bright. I am grounded, I am connected. I am anchored into the earth's vibration. I am centered and already elevated. I fully trust and believe and i'm open to receive the gifts of healing love peace prosperity and joy that are now so abundantly for me i am divine love and light my aura is radiating strong and bright now breathe that in please and release with a sigh Now, I want you all to place your right hand on your heart and your left hand on your lower abdomen. Just take a couple of breaths at your own pace into that space. And I would like you to tap your heart space with your right hand. Just at your own pace while I repeat these words and you can join after you hear the first step joyful energetic body loving and compassionate heart reflective alert mind lightness of being joyful energetic body loving and compassionate heart reflective alert mind lightness of being being.
0: Joyful,
1: joyful energetic body loving and compassionate, heart. and compassionate heart. Reflective alert mind. mind. Lightness of, of being. Now just sit there and bask in that beautiful space that you're in right now. Just feel that gratitude and appreciation for the love you are giving yourself in this moment. As you come back from your heart space and become large again, you know that you can go back to this space at any time. And what I'd like to do now is just to do one collective Om. So breathe in. And Om. Om. when you're ready just open your eyes and hopefully we're all feeling a little bit more calm in our bodies and everything is as it is and as it should be and yeah let's not worry about a thing and it's all about adapting and thank you janita it's all about adapting and overcoming and it's all about solutions at the end of the day no matter what goes on there's no point going around in circles, arguing and saying you said this and yeah, but you done that. It's all about where can we go from here? Mm. So I would love to thank you all for joining us tonight. And I would love to thank Peter for inviting me into this space. I'm honored. So thank you very much. Yay!
0: Ah, uh, it's beautiful, Ricky. I love the uh unique meditations that we get throughout this series and um, i need to spend a little moment just to pull them all out and make them their individual little pieces of joy cuz there's such great value um so yeah just, so thank you for that man it was amazing and and i love the uniqueness in all of the uh, offerings it, that and that was truly just that energy of of Ricky coming into that meditation and and that's that's part of the thing that i'm really enjoying is the unique unique personalities seem to be really in the meditation. And not only is it their personality, but it's like their knowledge and wisdom comes out in it too. Like you can really tell, you know, what practice they do on themselves to be able to bring what they love into share. So yeah, that's, uh, um. there's an element to me that thinks maybe that the meditation doesn't suit a podcast but then it's such incredible value for this. So I, I I was telling Ricky before, I haven't really put out a questionnaire to see what people like and don't like and what we should do better because I just feel like the format seems to work. So we're moving, we're moving, we're grooving.
1: I I just wanted to add something to that as well. We're all individuals, right? And we all see life through different eyes. So uh, there's no right or wrong in anything that we do. Um, We've got our own truth, which is not the same as everybody else. So there is not another Peter Sharp Sharp in this world. And there's not another Ricky Emberton. And there's not another David Rowe, Janita, and sorry, Justin. Justin. Um, There's not another one in the world. So. You just put yourself out there and just be that best version that you can be of yourself, knowing that if you fail, you've tried. You know? No. You've tried.
0: You can't fail.
2: Who cares? can not fail.
0: Can't fail. <laughs> that was uh, David's last week. Uh, so I'd like to introduce Ricky by asking a question, but I'm just going to give a little preamble to this. On Monday, it was my son's 16th birthday. And I invited the lovely Mandy over to, um, she makes candles. And I've realized that my son loves burning candles. Like I made some candles and I found it's his quirk, right? And so I was like, you know what? If you can make like a heap of like decent candles, he can just burn them for as long as he likes. He's got like a lifetime supply of candles. Anyway, so my parents come over and we do this workshop and it went really well. As a 16 year old, you know, he's... You know, grumpy and grumbly, and you know shows no appreciation for anything other than his friends. Um, And (laughs) well, we will cut the cake. We'll put the candles, some candles on the cake. We're singing "Happy Birthday," and my mum and my dad just start dancing. They're (laughs) dancing it out this this Happy Birthday in this very small party, and (laughs) it was so funny and and sort of quirky because no one was prepared for it, but the reality is true that when Ollie said the next day he goes that was what happened there why that dancing <laughs> because it's just not normal and today I was thinking about it and I sent him a message and I said Ollie just remember that your grandma and your poppy have just both dealt with cancer scares themselves and they're out the other end and it's your poppy's mum's birthday as well. So they're at your birthday feeling yeah. like on top of the world. Like this is the one of the absolute dreams for somebody that's staring down the face of a very challenging path of being at their grandkids' birthdays <laughs> is like those absolute joyous moments. Mm. So, and it highlights how we change through life. Like as a 16-year-old, you take things for granted. You know, you take every day for granted. There's no need to be adding any, you know, spice to life because you think everything's just is and fantastic and like, you know, you and your mates are just messing around like nothing matters. But as you get older, you find these, you know, signposts and things that go, okay, I'm going to have to start really honing in on life now. I'm going to have to start embracing these moments because I don't know how many I've got left. And so, Ricky, I want to ask you. In this essence, mm-hmm. we see today before us this amazing, positive, beautiful man <laughs> that's just got his heart on his sleeve, and he's just gushing love, and won't let anyone past him before he gives them a good eye and a hug, and and, <laughs> and embraces them to just to rub off this feeling. And so, tell us, where did you start as a, as a young boy? you know you were, this may be pre-cooling what I'm talking about but I was thinking about this today yeah let's go back to say 15 year old 14 year old ricky what were you waking up on a on a friday all right you got the weekend ahead where was your headspace at at that time in your life
1: 15 years old so I would like to even go back go back I think at 10 right? I
0: think at 10
1: because um I was a sports person, so I'd done a lot of sports. And I was good at everything without blowing my own trumpet. I was good at most sports, but soccer was my thing. Um, And I was super talented at it. Um, So when I was a youngster, so it was a bit of a, it's a funny one because I was this bright bubbly kind of kid that I felt was kind of contained by my dad and my older brother. So I had I used to shine, but in their presence, they used to dull me, right? Um, so when I was out in the world, I'd be Ricky. I'll help you, let's do this, let's have fun, you know all that stuff. When I was at home, I was this little solemn character. So my dad was a very harsh disciplinarian. so, um, we weren't allowed to eat with our elbows off the table. Uh, we couldn't sit down and enjoy it being and doing nothing and I had this chat with someone recently why I feel that I can't relax at home because my dad for years is like get up what are you doing sitting down and I'm like wow so it has such a bearing on us when we're young kids how our parents treat us right so that that amazed me actually I'm still like that Mm. Um, but I used to go out enjoy myself to the fullest And that's why I spent most of my life out of the house. Out of the house. Get out. And still. And I'm still out of the house. I don't go back. And my current situation uh, is that I've I've gone from a home to uh, renting a room, right? Which at first was tough, you know? But um, I've realized that I don't like spending time indoors anyway. Mm. And this goes back to that. This goes back to that time. Yeah. When I was a kid. So, yeah, it's all about freedom for me, mm. freedom to move. I'm a free spirit. I need to do everything, you mm. know, and not be contained, mm. which is what my dad and my old brother used to do. So did have a funny, I don't know, two sides growing up. Sure.
0: Yeah. So, so there was this bubbly little man that got out and about and did his things. Now, from that point, he got through, you know, Party Ricky. We won't, we won't tell
1: That's this. a long one, that is. The Party Ricky is a long affair. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Monumental times and good yeah. era. In
0: a good era. It so, was
1: good but tough.
0: But tough. <laughs> All right. So we're 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 fast forwarding through that. Um, everybody. And then um and then from that point. Was there a turning point in your life? that really got you actually, you know, doing the meditation and the mindfulness sort of style and and like bringing to life like the meditation that we just experienced.
1: Yeah, so um, after having four children and not wanting any, still bamboozled by that, um, (laughs) and working, so what I would just like to add as well is that, um, I'm only gonna touch on this briefly, uh, when you're in a relationship and you've got children and you work and you need to keep the household and feed and pay for this, pay for that. The appreciation for each other needs to be, you know, it just needs to be there. You need to appreciate what the, the mum does, what I do, and you need to show each other love. That was missing with my relationship big time. And, and I was doing a job that I didn't want to do. And it was hurting me as well it's a physical job i'm a plaster by trade it was a physical job so i'm going to work not enjoying work and i'm coming home not enjoying home so i was hurting at the time got to a stage where i just i just couldn't take no more and i went what can i do about my situation i've still got you know look after the kids i've this is my job i'm a plaster by trade don't know anything else um i've got four kids to feed so I need to enjoy my life. No, I can't change these things. And I just woke up one morning and went, I've got to change. So I looked to myself in the mirror and I went, you know what? You're a beautiful man. You have got a heart of gold. You deserve to be happy, whatever goes on. Um, and you need to love yourself more and more and more. Um, and then it just started from there where i started to incorporate little little habits little rituals uh only my really you know little baby steps and you often forget when you're incorporating new stuff into your life you forget to do that and you really feel that the the stress of not doing that you know you're like oh yesterday i felt great oh what did i do yesterday oh yeah i gave myself affirmations i've done some breath or whatever didn't do it today. Feel like shit. So you need to keep doing that stuff. So it was um like, you know, when you get gym membership and you, no. well, he, <laughs> he doesn't. But so anyway, or, or you pay into something and then you miss it. You don't go. Yeah. And you're like, I need to start going. I'm paying for this or a subscription of some sort. Mm. And you pay for it and don't use it until one day you go, this is a waste. I need to start using it. And then you do. And then you benefit from it. So keep doing these little things that make you feel good and incorporate that in your life. And then it suddenly starts to become like brushing your teeth. It is part of you, you know? So that's when it changed for me. And that was uh, about 10 years ago. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so what is your morning routine now that works for you?
1: Oh, I love this morning routine. And, And funny enough, I've done it for a while thinking what is this actually doing for me because it's like repetitive and I don't like repeat Mm. I like spontaneity I like to change but I realized this was doing something magical so I get up at five o'clock every morning every morning I get dressed do my little thing in the bathroom and then I'm off down the beach the park the forest wherever I'm close to with work And then I go grounding, I call it plugging in. So I go and plug in. So feet, no shoes, on the soil, on the sand, wherever. And then I start my little breathing techniques. And, you know, some of that meditation I did there, lots of affirmation that I've made up myself. um, Because I'm a bit of a poet, I like to use words, I like to express. So I've got these different things that I say every day, that I incorporate, and it Basically what I'm doing is honing in on myself, not dealing with anything that's out there until I strengthen myself to be able to cope with going out there into the world and listening to the chaos and the bullshit and all the stuff that you get thrown at you and go, you know what? This is good. That doesn't matter. This is good. This is going to stay strong and no matter what comes at me, I've got the tools to deal with it. Mm. So yeah, yeah, Morning meditation, affirmation, a little yoga stretch, um, and a hug a tree. I hug trees now. So (laughs) that was very difficult because when I started doing that, I thought, if anyone saw me, what would I look like, you know? So I first started with my foot against the tree, having a little look around. (laughs) All on a sly, you know, so no one knows what I'm doing. And then it began two palms behind my back kind of back, and the back hug the back hug <laughs> and then it was like one day just come Man, here give it. just come here um and the energy that i feel from that is you need to go try it you need to go feel the trees they're wisdom keepers they're guardians mm-hmm. of the of the earth they know a lot there's a lot going on underneath they connect to the other trees the plants mm-hmm everything that's underneath us is what they connect to they see hear everything Mm. you know and if we can go and connect with them they remember who we are so i'm no scientist by the way and i do everything on feeling and this is the feel i get and i understand it and it is part of my routine and i
3: love it love it
0: that is a Mm. spiritual lesson right there that's Mm. true I know when my kids would hug trees, you know, as kid, little kids. And, you know, you look at them and I suppose you wish you had that, like, you know, inhibition to be able to just mm. hug a tree without caring who's watching. And, yeah, I appreciate the, uh, mm. the steps. And and that's a beautiful lesson for everyone, just to take those little steps towards, you know, doing something that you may be feeling uncomfortable no matter what it is you
1: know so So there was a tree that I connected with at my gym so I go to Craigie Leisure Centre right and there's a beautiful tree they cut a couple down and there was a beautiful tree and it's like me and my mate right so anyway I've been there a few times it's where the car park is so when you're there in your moment people are walking past this was very difficult to begin with and then what was really funny was a kid would come past go mum what is he doing (laughs) And you'd hear this quite often. And then one day the woman went, he's just hugging a tree. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And it just became normal to me after that, you know. But this is why we love kids. And I'm glad you jumped on that, is mm-hmm. because they're, they're childlike inquisitiveness where they ask questions. Mm-hmm. And what happens now when we ask questions about things? Oh, you can't say that. Yeah. You can't ask that. You know, conspiracy theorists and all that rubbish that people chuck at you, when you're a kid you can ask whatever you want Mm. and I want those eyes and I've got those eyes now where I look into the world and I just get excited about everything and you know everything is a brand new day for me and that's how I treat it, you know, just connect with that inner child that we've suppressed for so long Mm. go in there bless that in a child for all the stuff that they've been told they can't do. Mm-hmm. And you're not allowed to say that. And, and then bring them back out. Yeah. You know, bring them back out.
0: The beginner's mindset, you know, one of the aspects of um, the, the seven aspects of mindfulness, um, touching on that. I think we, um, how do we come about, Justin, if you want to unmute, um, What question did we ask to get you to get your roller skates out your roller blades out? (laughs) That was a podcast inquiry. It wasn't a podcast. It
4: was, uh, you were showing me screenshots from the misfits LinkedIn message group. And, um, you had, you had showed me your message that you'd sent about, you know, the surfing. And in reading that, I was like, what's my thing like, and,
0: that's yeah because i i often tell people that if they look back at what they loved as a child they still love it now and if they don't have yeah. or something that they're resonating with now because they've got so carried away with life mm-hmm. look back at what you did used to love because mm-hmm. there's a good chance you can touch on that again and that is still
1: what would really light you up yeah. um i love how you just jumped on that because when me and my partner of twenty years split up two and a half years ago, uh, so I've been on a bit of a roller coaster of uh, you know feeling like my life's fallen apart. I've lost my family and all the all the feels, all the feels. Um, but what I remembered was, as a kid, I used to express through words and I used to write poetry when I was at school, and I used to really love that and enjoy that. So I just wrote a poem one day about where I'm at at the moment. And then it just, all these words started to come up. So I was always writing and it really helped me navigate my breakup and being on my own. And it was a chance to just let it out. Because I think when we keep stuff in there, uh, it just manifests as injury, illness, whatever it manifests as. It's just a heavy load. Um, And until we voice it or put it out on paper or talk to people, you're just going to carry that so this was a good way like therapy if you like Mm. of you know calming myself down and creating a space for something brand new to come in and that's what did happen all this stuff left me and it created a space for magical stuff to come in and i realized that being on your own isn't a bad thing you know it's not a bad thing because Mm. you can please yourself a lot of time you can do whatever you want on, on a whim You know, go, oh, I'm going to do this today. All right, you've got work, you've got family, you've got kids still to do that stuff, but you still can have a little bit of freedom. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was an amazing thing to rediscover my writing skills in poetry.
5: Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we don't want to promote separations, but they do have their perks.
1: Yes, definitely. (laughs) Yes, anyone that's thinking of that right now, just this is my journey. All right, this is my journey um but i just think um understanding what lights you up is the the important of what we're getting out here you know what what is it that you love to do what gives you that spark what gives you that you know that grin, that big fat grin on your face what does that to you go do that rediscover <laughs>
0: yeah all right ricky i'd love to figure out uh the question you have for us today Um, But first, before we get to the question, I want to know where your head was at to, you know, figure out what the question was going to be that you're going to pose to us.
1: Well, I've got one of those minds that just goes from one to the other. And I suppose this is what happens in my, when I go to bed and I dream, I go into one out the other. And and, and that's how my mind operates a lot of the time. Um, So when Peter asked me to have a question, I was like, I'm going to write this. No, I'm going to do that. No, that doesn't resonate for me no more. I'm not that person. So I'm not interested in that way of thought. So I'm going to ask this. So there's a question that I had, which was quite similar to what we've just spoken about. So I'm just going to eliminate that. Now we spoke about that. Um, it's kind of our journey and where we find ourselves now and where we've come from. And when we look back and reflect of what made us get to this point you know choosing the path and you know going this way going that way and that happening and suddenly you're here and that got me thinking about you know choices um and you know when you're going through life that if you choose to do this then you might go that way but we chose to do this so our life took that path What if our life went that way? You know, you often think, you know, maybe I should have done that. Mm. So my question is on that. So Mm. without further ado. Yes, we'd love to hear it. All right. So this is my question to everybody. So knowing what you know now, was there a pivotal time in your life that you would like to go back to and change to suit where you are in this present moment?
0: Mm. Wow. <laughs> Knowing what you know now, is there a time in your life you'd like to go back to to change?
1: To suit where you are now. To suit in the present I moment. Yeah. Wow. I know we've got a, a long, you know, past history and all events and stuff like that, but I often think about times where I could have changed. Hey, Kaz, you made it. Woo. I often think about, you know, if I'd have done this, would that have helped me where I'm at? And I know that a lot of the time we're where we're at because of what's happened. Mm-hmm. But this is more of a question that you know who you are in this moment. So if you'd have made that decision back then, would you have had what you desire in this moment or yeah would it have changed anything for you do you think well for me i'll
0: jump in and let you guys have a think about it now i've got four kids and two ex-wives so i can't change i don't want to change any part of that story because my kids are incredible and you never want To change that. But in part of me is thinking, could I have suffered less had I taken a different road? But I don't think that's as important as the love and how much I appreciate my kids. So, what would I have changed would have probably been having more time for something like yoga, that was, you know, as much as I, I, touched on yoga when I was a teenager I think if I actually went to yoga throughout my 20s because it's such a beautiful combination of things you're surrounded by beautiful people that have got their you know they're working through their lives through physical and mind Uh, I think that would have been an incredible way to navigate my 20s In a heart and mind space is to actually participate in more yoga at that time actually at yoga centers because i suppose i've done yoga online um, or just on my own but yeah i think that would have made a huge difference Mm,
1: yeah in in a way and i was going to give an example if you know everyone's kind of thinking a little bit is that i got diagnosed with arthritis seven years eight years ago um, and this is the reason why I couldn't carry on with my football career because that's where I was going to go, which made me a very bitter person because of that. Um, football was my life. I played for many teams and that was where I was going. And I could go off on a tangent here, I won't. <laughs> but um, if I'd have got diagnosed way back then, then I would have been sorted out or there could have been a recovery period where now I wouldn't be suffering as much, you know, so I'd be more comfortable or my football career could have taken off. So that's for where I'm at now. I'm doing a physical job. I struggle a little bit. I'm in pain. Maybe I wouldn't be feeling like that if that had changed back then. And I have let that go. But that is something that I look back and go, wow, my life could be much more comfortable, mm. better, you know? But but also, also a bit contradictory to the question is that we need all these life experiences and things to bring us to where we are now, you know? So maybe it's a small change, a small thing that would have enhanced the moment that we're in for you. I don't know, but... That would have been definitely for me diagnosis years ago. That would have been, would have changed everything. I reckon.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyone mm-hmm. like to share what they think? Anita, yeah, please, yeah, unmuted.
5: Yes, hi. <laughs> I love your shares. They're beautiful, You're making me all emotional. Girl, um, so I have got two moments. One when I was. Oh, I'll try not to cry. <laughs> um, when I was 18, 19, um, 19, my parents had freshly divorced, and I was doing a fashion and textiles course in Northbridge, and I was fucking talented. <laughs> Excuse my French. I was my teachers were extremely um yeah, in awe of What I was doing um, was only there for three months. But I was the backbone for my family and my parents and I was trying to deal with the divorce, Uh, this awesome course I was doing and a a part-time job and studying, all of that all at once. And I chose to quit the course and um, sadly allowed my parents divorced to pretty much take over and I was you know had both of them in my ear like back and forth they were using me against you know them each other and it was not my job to wasn't my job to deal with them and and to actually have to parent my parents through this and forget about myself so I I definitely would have Put myself first back then, if I could have had the chance, and really believed in the magic that the teachers were seeing, and that you know I, that I had back then. No. I mean, there's still hope for me, but um, yeah, my life would have been a whole lot different. That's for that damn a- sure.
1: Share that is.
5: And and to and to not be so concerned about being in a relationship as well. I was in a relationship when I was. From the age of 16 for 10 years and then went straight into another one for another nine years and then went straight into another one. So I've never really been single. Uh-huh. So to 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 be selfish in a way to to put yourself first when you're that young is so crucial and so important for the years to come, for for what for when you get to your forties and you're like, oh crap. <laughs> right, I've got to yeah. start. I feel like I'm starting like a 20-year-old now, you know, like (laughs) and I also wouldn't have got my tubes tied 70 years ago. No. (laughs) And gone off my mum's recommendation. So, um, yeah, there you go.
1: (laughs) Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Beautiful. You know, we,
5: like you said, we experience all of this to make us wiser and there's no mistakes. They're all lessons.
1: Would it so like what you know now, you know, with where you're at now, what would have helped where you're at now. So it's that there right now is just yeah, I am
5: I'm, you know, I'm finally putting myself first.
1: Yeah. I'm
5: putting myself first.
1: Yeah. And and in a sense, by going through that and the old stories, you're letting go of that and yeah. you're comfortable who you are now. So it's nice to look back. Bless that part of you that you yeah. would have liked to have changed, but are happy where you are right now. So I suppose that's the, the idea of the question, really. Well, it's nice just
0: to kind of you know write it on a letter and throw it in the fire, isn't it? Mm. And let it go. Um, mm, we are still hanging on to these things.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing.
2: I'll do a I'll do a little share. Beautiful It's to be honest. It's we're back to this. Like we are where we are because of obviously whatever we've experienced, you know, and and it's the realization of that. And it's it was a few years ago, you know, like having regrets, having you know thoughts of this and whatever, and suddenly that just it it changed massively with me. And it was just I've got no regrets, yeah. And of course I've had hardships. I've had. I fucked up. I've done wrong things, and life has done wrong things, you know. And I've experienced it, but uh, I've got no regrets whatsoever. There's, and I've got, and I kind of think of anything where I would possibly change, or you know what I mean, alter to. Even even with everything I know now, you know, it's just it's all perfect. You know, everything's been perfect. Everything (laughs) always is perfect. Yeah, I was at a I was at a um, a philosophy meeting on Tuesday, and and I said that I said that comment like everything's perfect in life, and this girl was like, "How could you possibly say that?" <laughs> she says, "I mean, you know," she says, "I mean, what's going on in Israel and Ukraine and the wars in the world and the poverty and the this and the that," and I and I'm like, "Yeah," says I, "I hear it, I see it, I, I obviously the same as everyone. Not that I watch the news in that sense." us is it's 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 perfect we are learning from it and we're learning from this continuously and as humanity evolves it's
5: yeah.
2: it's our lessons to to hurt people to realize that we're hurting people to then to stop hurting people and then to start loving people you know
1: and, so we've I'm sorry, David. unfortunately, yeah. um, there's always collateral damage there's always yeah, of course. people are going to suffer for the greater of good, right That's so it We can evolve as hu- humans and humanity on this earth, you know
2: that's that's exactly it. And just like Jean, uh, you know I was saying there you know like she looks back now and she feels as if she suffered for her parents' divorce. Mm-hmm. yet the the wisdom and the knowledge it's taught her to this point in time now, to think I choose to put myself first. I choose to do this and I choose to tell other people to do this because yeah. of that from me. But if yeah. she hadn't went through that experience, she may not be in a position to help someone. And that's 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 exactly that's exactly what we're doing, you know. We are all, I've got a, there's a quote at the EQ Centre, you know, Ram Dass, you know, we're all just walking each other home. That's exactly what we're doing with every conversation we have. Yeah, you know, just helping each other on the way, you know. I, you know,
1: when I posed the question, it was like, I, I'm a different person now because of mm. the wisdom that I possess and because of the experiences I've gone through. But yeah. I suppose the idea for me was if there was something still there, like you mentioned, Pete, so there's mm-hmm. still something there that you need to go back and bless, yeah, and bless that. Yeah, realize like what you said, David, is that it's all as it should be. It's all meant mm-hmm. to be.
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You Couldn't
1: accept People with those words because, yeah. but when they do more work on themselves and they make peace with themselves, they will join where you are. and be Yeah, comfortable with the way it is, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's it. In our, in only us as individuals change the world. We are constantly changing the world. With your yes. thoughts, with consciousness consciousness, with your morning routines, you know, you hugging a tree and that little kid saying, what's that man doing? He's yeah. just hugging a tree. He yeah. now, as a child, he now thinks, it's okay to hug a tree then.
1: Exactly, yeah. Without,
2: without, you, without you even realising it, you've just taught that young boy, <laughs> it's actually okay just to hug a tree. And he'll probably go in the garden someday and hug a tree and think, what am I doing? And he may feel, hopefully... But generally, kids are pretty open anyway. You may feel that grounded and that, like, wow, this is nice. Like, this is cool. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Like, I'm going to be hugging a tree tomorrow.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, everybody,
1: that is tomorrow's agenda in the morning, right? Tree hug. Feedback, please.
4: I'll message you if I get stung by a bee.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyway.
1: This is the interesting thing because when I went away the weekend, the Harmony Forest gathering, They got an old, do you know the name of that tree, Janita? It's like a very ancient, powerful indigenous, like we're in the indigenous world tree. Can't remember the name of it. I I think it
5: was I think it was the Budja Budja, wasn't it? Okay. Budja Budja
1: tree, maybe? But it's it's really old. And when I went on it, there's spiders and all sorts. And the girl I was with said as soon as you put your hands on it, they kind of like call me Moses, right? (laughs) <laughs> they kind of just moved out of the way. So I was on the tree and there's all these bugs and that, but they're not affecting you. So you just got to dive in. Yeah. Just got to dive in. Yeah. In my
0: Beautiful. Thank you for your share, David. Yeah, thank you, David.
4: Yeah.
1: Thanks, else like
4: to share? No, I wanted to sort of, I mean, I, I kind of resonated with a lot of everything that everybody was saying that I... There are, there are lots of examples in my life of things that I I contemplated sort of thing, pivotal points that I imagine I'd be in like a different place, maybe where I want to be or where I've always wanted to be now. Like there's been opportunities where I've missed out on money or missed out on like better relationships or better this or better that or different things. But at the same time, as Davey was saying. I kept finding myself coming back to the, well, no, if I did that, it wouldn't have just affected me. Like this person would have have got this lesson out of this in their life and they wouldn't have had this experience if I had done this and I might not have helped that person with that thing. And I wouldn't be where I am now. And like, it's hard to say where you would be. And I'm happy where I am. I'm like genuinely grateful for where I am now and all the things I know. So it's like, as much as I'd love to know, (laughs) what it would be like with these certain things maybe you know or would i be even happier or anything i don't think i would be you know i think i'm pretty happy and pretty grateful with everything i know up to date and where i am but it is an awesome thing to just sort of think about but i don't think there's any regrets you know i think it's all important that i've got here with everything that i've sort of done and and all the choices i've made so i'll continue to live by that but I do love the question. It was an awesome question. Thank you.
1: Amazing. And I really, this is what I wanted from this question because it is like a whole circle that you go around Mm. and go, you know what? I'm content here. Mm. Although I'm feeling this, I'm not probably doing the job I want to do right now. I'm in a great space inside of me, you know, emotionally, physically, it all comes together at some stage but at that time you got to look at what is the meaning of life isn't it being content within you know yeah. once you're content within then everything just becomes a bit more easier right it doesn't mean that you have uh, you've you've cracked it I'm in the house i want to be in i've got the car i want to be in but that all falls away when you've got that inner contentment and that's exactly how I wanted that question to go for us to all realize that, reinforce that within us to mm, yeah. understand that you need life lessons to make you the person you are today. Mm. Thank you all for that. Mm.
4: No, thank you for the question.
3: I got a little bit of a different take on things, but very similar as well. So for me, the things that I have control over, I'm completely content on everything that I've decided on and how they have played out. Because if I'd known differently and better back then, I would have done it differently. But I only know better now because I've gone through the lessons all through, through the lessons and what I've learned brings me to today. But the one thing that if I could change it, I would love what I know now with 47 years into 35, so that I have more time to apply it. <laughs> that, like that's my, if I could change something. But otherwise, I'm very content where I am. I'm very happy with what there is, even though there have been lots of things that I don't want to go through again. And if I learned well enough the first time, hopefully I don't have to. But if I do have to go through them again, I now know I have not to go through it from scratch. But I've got experience now, so I'll be already right there. And I've got peace with that. So I, I'm I'm a lot more confident now with what life throws at me. Although I don't want to speak too loud. It's probably got already its plans, but we'll be fine. And I got connections, so I can just reach out because there's lots of people here that can help. So thank you for holding this back.
1: <laughs> oh, beautiful! Thank you, Mandy. Thanks, baby. thank
3: you, Ricky.
1: No worries. We, I just wanted to touch on saying over the weekend, we done this boundaries workshop, which was phenomenal. You know, understanding what your so that one of the exercises was when you call someone into you, like and then tell them to stop when they. Come into that space where you start to feel, oh, I'm feeling a bit funny here. Stop, please. You're coming into that space. Anyway, we went for in the partner I was with. She felt that she let me in too close and she was in panic mode. And then I went into how can we fix this? But like in our minds, you know, so I was like, what's happening? Um, But a guy summed it up so well at the end, because these are tools that we need. These are tools that our kids need. We need to teach them this stuff. Not the stuff that they're learning at school. Some of that they'll never learn. use in their lifetime, right? We need to change. They've got proper tools. And this guy went, usually I get a King Chrome Spanner set. He goes, I want this for Christmas. I want this toolkit, how to deal with my boundaries. And I was cracking up. It was so funny. <laughs> we need these tools yeah. to navigate through life a lot easier. So it's so important that we understand ourselves before we go out into the world understand who you are what you're prepared to put up with what you're going to say yes to what you're going to say no to um what yeah just knowing like we said before what lights you up what is it that excites you what do you want to do in your downtime you know your balance of life work play just understand yourself and that's so Mm -hmm. important
6: Mm. I think and I'll agree with everyone in this aspect aspect is that I'm really grateful for where I am now and my lessons have been learnt. um my whole life experiences have been led up to this moment and have made me who I am Mm -hmm. so like the patterns that I see emerging from relationships and all that kind of bullshit like I now know even though it was hell to go through um, they are patterns that I can break through and learn from. Mm-hmm. Um, they have made me a, a stronger person. They have made me understand who I am. Um, not necessarily great experiences, um, and but it's made me stronger, and I've come out of it. Like I look back on my life and realize, shit, you know that was that was a crap experience, but. I've learned a lesson from it. So I am I have a lot of gratitude for my life, even though you no know, parts of it hasn't been fun.
1: Yes. Love that. And and it's like everyone that we're talking to at the moment realizes that they needed to go through all that stuff. Uh yeah. make peace with that and understand that mm. it was all necessary. So yeah. yep. I know on a bigger scale, on a grander scale, the the atrocities that go on in the world on a global stage. It's just happening how it needs to happen, unfortunately. And some people are going to understand it and some are not. But we need to go there. We need to eliminate this. We need to go through that sadness and grief uh, and frustration and anger so we can learn from that and move on and make this a better place to live in. Um, Yes. Everyone on this call right now, everyone's awake to that. You know, and understand that fact, which is beautiful to to keep reiterating to yourself. You know, whatever you've gone through is 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 needed. You know, so thank you, Kaz. Thanks, Kaz.
0: Yeah, there's um just a level of you know, human beings have never been kind. Never, nature has never been kind, but life is actually being comfortable in that uncomfortable situation. And and like you say, Dave, we have have no lack of empathy when we say the word perfect. Mm. We're we're empathetic to whatever challenges uh, we are facing. Um, I'd just like to throw down a little bit of what we heard there. Um, And it could start from, you know, that... That young, you know, person, that teenager that, you know, looks up at the elder and says, you know, what would you know, you know, when they think that they know better when they're younger. But the reality is true that, you know, when we go through all of these stages in our life and we are dealing with these situations that come up and we have to act and react in whatever way we know how at that point we are learning and you know that that nature of the beast that we are dealing with is you know always there always creating these you know these tributaries to the to the river of life that's going this way or that way and, you know climbing and and sliding and and stumbling on some you know loose terrain but you know here we are in the village vibe in this comfort position Hmm. in this safety and the knowledge that we share and the wisdom from our experience to be able to hopefully you know make our point from right here and right now and take us to where we want to go and choose the path we want to take and feel that knowledge is not being wasted and feeling that gratitude for life and the fact that we don't want to change anything. And that was a common threat. No one wants to change their life, no matter how much the challenges that we faced. Not one of us. And there's some absolute bullshit that's happened to every single person that I know. (laughs) And for every single person to not want to take that back is stunning. It's absolutely freaking stunning. It's remarkable. We have have written our failures down and we've thrown them in the fire and we have lit that fire and let it go. And from that that relief of just, you know, when you asked the question, I was like, oh, it's dark. (laughs) (laughs) Creating light out of that darkness and just being comfortable with that bullshit and let it go. And that... Is you know like Ricky is saying, you wanted this to come full circle. You wanted to let people to see yeah. it. So yeah, I take my hat off to you all. Oh, that was
2: stunning. Mm, that was
1: thank, you so <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah,
2: thank you.
1: I think just to jump in there, but it's it's just seeing the beauty and everything. There's there's two sides: yeah. the ugly, and then there's the beauty, right? And we are seeing life in a beautiful way now because of what we've gone through. So we choose that. We're choosing how to be now. And that is the most important thing to wake up every day and choose to feel happy. Choose to vibrate on such a frequency that everybody else has to go, hold on a minute, what are they doing? I want some of that, you know? We choose beauty over everything. We choose love. Love is the highest vibration of them all, you know? Yeah. And and together, we can, you know, raise the frequency of the planet, like Dave mentioned earlier, you know, we're all we're all doing our little bits together. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of bubbling at the moment. And that's what I love the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all doing different stuff, like you said, Pete, about the individualistic way people show up, do their meditations and live their life. Everyone does it their way, but we all want the same thing. We want to have a beautiful experience here on in this timeline, Earth as we see it now.
0: On the Earth ship,
1: on the Earth ship,
0: we fly around (laughs) space together.
1: Too much Carl Sagan. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my magic carpet's done a bit of time. I tell you, we might need a new one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that. Oh, beautiful people. Well, has anybody got a question for Ricky that would like to ask or um, anything you'd like to comment?
6: <clears throat> what was the most powerful shift that you've had in your life? Yeah. Oh, the,
1: the most powerful shift for me was the realisation that I choose to live life how I want to choose it. So that yeah. change in my mindset around work um and getting up in the morning and going yeah i've got shit day ahead of me and, and and funny enough this happened today i turned up and he went i need you to do this the guy on the job and i went oh for fuck's sake this is going to be horrible and then i went but i still got to do it i've got to be here for x amount of hours i'm going to start doing ricky what ricky does best i enjoy myself and i got through the day and suddenly it's two thirty and i'm like, it's home time. So it's just changing your mindset. That's been the biggest shift for me. Mm. Thank, you, Thank you, Kaz.
4: I did want to um ask, because before you came on, um, Peter's obviously sending out all these emails and, and things about you. And, and, and he's like, have you heard of Ricky? I'm just like, no. And he's like, how have you not? <laughs> and so I was like, I was curious about this, this, yeah, yeah you were saying that like you're you're a a poet i was wondering do you have like anything out there that like you can we can look for or like anything that you've sort of written or
1: you you know know. what i'm like i'm supposed to i'm a virgo i'm supposed to be a perfectionist right and i've fought (laughs) too for now not to be that perfectionist so i've got this battle that i do with myself i could be the most organized person in the world but i'm kind of a hippie as well so i kind of I don't know, that could be a few other little elements involved in that. But all my poems are on scrapbooks. They're pieces of paper. There's a first draft here. There's one there. There's something on my phone. If you would like, I could share a poem with you guys now. Um, Yeah. But they're all all over the place. And, yeah. I can relate to that. This is perfect, right? Because this is about my granddad who passed away a few months back now my granddad was uh the pivotal masculine in my life Uh, my dad bless him he's got bipolar disorder and he just needed to do him for for a a while um so my granddad's always been my go-to kind of person to talk about stuff and share stuff with and then my but well, the most beautiful thing about that is my dad is in a good space right now. And, but my granddad's passed over. So what I was able to do in April was go and spend some time with him. And we, we really dived deep into how he was feeling about life and his life. And he said to me after a few weeks of me and being back there, that he's got that inner contentment and he will die peacefully now. And I was like, yes. You know, you let go of all that stuff because people, not us by the looks of it, but people hang on to things all their life and then they take that with them wherever that life is going to go, you know, like after they leave this life. So it's all about just learning in this lifetime, letting go of everything, Um, anything that's angered you over the years, you just let it all go, you know, and then... It's going to say fall off the perch in peace but that's probably (laughs) funny expression but just to know that you can leave here knowing that you've you know had a peaceful journey and you're happy to go you know i think that's important but this is my granddad and um this was read out in the church actually and it was a first draft that i recorded to my brother and it was not what i wanted them to hear but he'd done it anyway um but my granddad's name was terry this is terry So, standing in at five foot three, immaculately dressed at home, just watching TV. As dapper as you could possibly be, still cracking jokes to his girl, Joycey. Not a hair out of place on his wonderful tash. Get too close to his trousers and you might get slashed. How did this man survive for so long and have the zest for life so immensely strong? Time after time proving the doctors wrong. Limith Road tenants, hearing him singing his own song. He was loved by all and loathed by none. He loved nothing more than nipping down the pub in the high street for a large swift one. Let's get together and go out for a meal. This was his favorite saying and a very big deal. All the Embletons on a table at the Royal Forest Inn, garlic mushrooms and a steak and always a grin. We had marvelous times down at Muddyford Quay, fishing for crabs down by the sea, sometimes a trip to the copper skillet for tea. You would love your visits to the Christchurch Priory. Your family was everything and always your first choice, but nothing compared for the love you had for your wife, Joyce. Your love for each other was so clear to see. This love transcended upon our wonderful family. On a deeper note, you was always there for me to guide me and help me to be the best I could be. Our letters, our calls, our chance to dive deep, these are the memories I will always keep. I know you are with me, and to me, you will always be the wonderfully courageous, loving, and charismatic GT, Granddad Terry. That's it, guys.
0: (laughs) Mm, That's gold. Well, on that note, thank you for sharing. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, not. it is your own and it is your own life to uh choose so thank you for joining us i'm so honored that mm. you uh spend your time with us here it could have been anywhere else and mm-hmm. with the way of technologies uh swaying our attention and you know making the gate a little bit creaky to get through um thank you for all for Persisting and being with us, my
1: appreciation. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, thank Ricky. You so thanks, Peter.
5: Yeah, yeah. thank and you. Thanks for coming. Cheers. Bye. Thanks,
0: everyone.
1: Thank you, guys.
0: Thanks for listening to the Go Team Live Podcast The Meaning of Life Quest HQ with special guest Ricky Hamilton. And you got to feel that energy and resonance with the community and learnt and felt you know relief in resonating with the other stories from the people that share. If you would like to share your story, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Reach out to Ricky or myself. Um, We've got, you know, you review the podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, you can answer the question down the bottom. Share this podcast with someone you know, and, and let that vibe continue, that ripple effect around our community. It's the quality of questions that we ask ourselves that creates the quality of life. And so here, with Go Team Life, powered by Game On, creates that opportunity to find our way to win the game. Download the Game On app and try your first entry if you have not done so already and be part of this beautiful experience and find a different way to use your phone. We have so many opportunities to stop and pause and by adding something into our daily routine that creates the values and benefits of answering the simplest questions and being part of a community that does so, you will notice a huge benefit in your life. Even if it's not noticeably huge, over time I can guarantee you're going to receive some beautiful benefits of resilience and just feeling good about your day and the way that you choose to do life. So find your way to win the day. Love your work i team!